to be seated. I'm going to ask Peter to come and talk for us now. Father God, bless Peter now as he comes to speak. Anoint him with your Holy Spirit that his words may be your words now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's good to be back. I bring God's word. I just want to thank you for your love and prayers. I just want to share one experience of being in South Africa. Um, some of you know already that my old fund manager's son has been over there for about 25 years and he worked for me before he went there and uh, we spent a whole day with him. Now we have corresponded and I knew that God has saved him and his wife who was from South Africa and his two girls about eight, seven, eight years ago. But what I didn't know is a rapid spiritual growth in this young man. All he did was talk about Jesus from beginning to end. He has had an incredible, powerful job of over 400 people under him. I would think his salary was between one and 200,000. And he's given that all up to serve God. His heart's burden is for those around Cape Town. There are millions who are living in camps and in little sheds like you would have as a garden shed. There's a whole family. There may be two families in there. And his burden is that they have a soul that needs to be saved. And it's just incredible to see what God has done with this young man. I encourage you, sow the seed. You never know what God will do with it. And it will bring forth fruit to his own and glory. I don't know if you can remember the, the only time I preached here was probably about five, six weeks ago now. Some of you as teachers would say, don't you remember what I said? Well, I, I won't do that, teacher, sorry. <laughs> It was Matthew 11, verse 29. It's come unto me, all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and gentle and lowly of heart, and you shall find rest for your soul. I just want to take those three words, learn of me. What can we learn of the Lord Jesus this morning? Well, there is just so much. Uh, Nick has been talking about um, doing series, and, and God willing, when I get strong again, I would love to do that. And Peter has something to teach us this morning that he has learned himself from the Lord Jesus. So my text is found in 1 Peter chapter 5, and it's verse 7. And Peter says this, casting all your care upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. Casting all your care on him because he cares for you. We come from a world full of cares this morning. 
COVID is still very active. I've had my warnings this morning to be careful this week of who I mix with. COVID is, and I was amazed in South Africa. We went, had a taxi driver and he took his wife now to the Cape and um, beyond Cape Town. And he broke down. He got paid nothing in COVID and the bank took his taxi away. The effect on people, the cares. There's so many cares in the world this morning. Political cares. Prime Minister last six weeks. Cabinet only last one, or members last one or two days. Inflation at an all-time high. The word won't come. Um, the uh, bank rate is increasing so rapidly. People are in fear of losing their homes. And so I could go on. But Peter says, casting all your care on him. We all have cares. Let me just quickly look at the context here this morning, because this message is for everyone here this morning. First of all, he talks about the elders, of how they are to behave. Here we have leaders, what I would call you spiritual elders, because that's what you are. And how we are to look after the flock of uh, Jesus Christ. How we are to lead by example, that's why we need to pray, congregation, for our elders. They need our prayers, they need our support, they need our encouragement. I remember when I was a pastor full time, we used to meet every once, uh, four times a year in a conference. And the subject this time was, who will pastor the pastors? Well, let me tell you this morning, here we have who will pastor, who will shepherd, the under shepherds here. When the chief shepherd appear, you will receive a crown of glory that does not fade away. Let me tell you, your labor is not in the vein in the Lord this morning. Let me encourage you that the shepherd, the chief shepherd, I'm looking for my bit of paper. I need a bigger stand, by the way, here. <laughs> he will shepherd the shepherds. That's all right. Oh, why are you? <laughs> 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 oh, I love <laughs> Right. He will shepherd the shepherds. Then he goes on and he talks about the young people, how they need to submit to one another, how they be, need to be clothed in humility. And all the time, Peter goes back to the Lord Jesus. He says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So let's be more like the Lord Jesus. We live in a day and age where perhaps there's not the respect shown by elders like they used to be. But our parents, for those who are, have responsibility over us, and then he says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. But then he comes to our text. He says, look, cast all your care on him because he cares for you. Our text splits itself lovely in morning, this morning. First of all, we see our care. And then we see God's care. So let's just look, first of all, 
in these uh, first words, God, we are to cast our care on him. In Psalm 55 and verse 22, we read these very special words. Cast your burden on the Lord and he shall sustain you. He'll never permit the righteous uh, to be moved. We all have burdens. We all have cares. Our cares are real to us this morning. I've just named one. Let me just name part six before you now. Personal cares. I might share some of mine later on because they're real. Your cares are real this morning. Personal cares, family cares. We've already had of, the, of a mum praying for her family this morning. Present cares. We may be so worried about our loved ones, our younger ones, how are they going to pay the mortgage and so on. Health cares. Are those here have got real health cares. Future cares. What is the future going to be? What does it look like? And these things can cause anxiety and care and burden. It may be this morning we're concerned for the church. Well, I trust I reminded you to me. It's God's church. It's the Lord's table. You're the Lord's. So we need to trust that care to the Lord. You see, Matthew Henry says this, God is willing to release you of your care. Isn't that incredible? God wants you this morning, young and old, to bring your care to him. How can you do it? You need to cast it on the Lord. Cast in all your care on him. You are to cast it. You throw your care on him. I remember when I was in the full-time ministry that um, London overspelled. Nothing unusual to come home on a Saturday night to find turpy families on the door. They've come home and the locks have been changed and they're homeless. And that got to me. The precious way lands and a dear old pastor friend of mine who was a pastor in a big church in London, he said, take some time off. Go and play golf. So I went and played golf and I had two uh, lessons from the uh, Whatever you call him, I've got. Can someone get me a glass of water, please, wife? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, <clears throat> the, the pro had him twice and then he decided to go to Devon. So I don't know what that was telling me. So <laughs> then someone else said, Well, go fishing. <clears throat> well, I remember the only fishing I did was with my brother catching tiddlers in a pond. So I bought a rod. And uh, all the bits and pieces, and we laid on the floor in, a, in our mansard dumpster, and they helped me to make the uh, to make the the, the uh, things up ready for fishing. And so there I was, and someone said, "You need to go down to Langard Point in Felixstowe." So off I go with all my tackle and my bait, and I bait the hook up so carefully, and I put the right leader on and everything else. Thank you so much. See how big and cheers you lovely. <laughs> and I'm already. And an old boy came up to me and he said, Boy, do you know what you're doing? I was only about 37, boy. <laughs> do you know what you're doing? 
And so I said, well, I hope so. Well, let's have a look. Yes, she baited it up. Well, no, look, let the line out and walked about 10 feet from the water down the beach and then put it on your back and cast it as far as you can and let it go. What a picture. <laughs> cast your care on Jesus. And what do you think I caught my first cast? A five pound cod. <laughs> never did it before, never done it since. <laughs> so we need to cast our care on the Lord Jesus Christ. He's ready to receive our care. But did you note that little word all? Cast all your care. There's nothing too small, dear here this morning. There's nothing too big. We often just bring the big things to him, but he's equally concerned, as you'll see from Scripture, in a few moments, in the little things. Bring each burden as it comes daily. Bring your burden to the Lord. Don't wait to get crushed and cast out. In the Psalms, we read, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Hope, though in God, bring your burden each day. Bring your care to Him. He is the burden bearer. My mum was a real lady of prayer. I used to love to hear my mum pray. I think I've inherited one of her bad problems. She used to pray, but then she used to pick it up again and bring the burden back. Cast your burden on him. Leave it with him. He is able, more than able, to deal with the problem, the care, the anxiety, whatever it is. Don't pick it up again. Let me read two um, translations of my text this morning. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. The amplified version is cast the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares affectionately for you. I love that. I just love that. So we are to cast our care on him. Why? Because he cares for you. God cares for you, each one of you here this morning. God cares for you. I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus. Oh, how much he cares for you. How does he care? Well, let me take you very quickly to Matthew's Gospel. Matthew chapter 6. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount, verse 25. Do not what I, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you should drink, about your body, what you should put on. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valued than they? Which of you, by worrying, could add one stoop, one uh, cubic to your stature? You know that worry destroys. So why do we worry? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies and the field, they grow. 
and they neither toil nor spin, yet I say to you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God secludes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? But after all these things, the Gentiles say, your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about his own things, sufficient for the day of its own trouble. Have you noticed an incredible amount of berries on the trees this year? Incredible. There's three big trees on the meadow opposite our house. They're covered, they're full. Who feeds the birds? God feed the birds. But you are more valuable than they to cast your care on him because he cares for you. There's not an aspect of your life, dear friends, here this morning or this church that God doesn't care about. Come with me to Mark's Gospel. And I can find Mark's Gospel, where's it gone? Mark's Gospel and chapter 4, verse 35. Jesus ascended disciples away. On the same day when Eden was come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitudes, they took him alone in the boat as he was with them. And the other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, arose and the waves beat into the boat, and they were already filling up. But he was there in the stern, asleep on the pillow. They woke him, and they said to him, Teacher, do you not care we perish it? Then he arose and he bit the wind, and he said to the sea, Peace, be still. And there was a great car. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, How is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Cast all your care on him because he cares for you. Do you know the real Greek of that word? Don't you care? Don't you care that we're going to die? Don't you care, Lord, that we're going to ground, to drown? That's what it means in reality. Because he cares. Did you know immediately he got up? Immediately. And he just rebuked the wind and the waves and there's a great car. And they were absolutely amazed. In Matthew 10, we read that there's not a sparrow falls to the ground. Nick quoted that in his prayer this morning, without your heavenly father knows. And he says, you're more valued than many sparrows. Some of us are losing the hair, aren't we? Some more than others, aren't we, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a hair out of your head that falls to the ground without your heavenly father knows. He knows. 
Where's my little book gone? God cares. No one understands. And no one cares for you like Jesus this morning. I just want to read from Charles Haddon Spurgeon. This is what he says on this text. Doubt not his grace because of thy tribulation, but believe that he loved thee as much in a season of trouble as in a time of happiness. With a little oil in the cruise and a handful of meal in the barrel, Elijah outlived the famine, and so we could do the same. If God cares for you, why need you care too? Why need I? Can you trust him for your soul and not for your body? He has never refused to bear your burdens. He's never fainted under the weight. Come then, soul, have done with fretful care and leave all thy concerns in the hands of thy gracious God. Cast all your care on him because he cares for you. He knows everything about you this morning. There's nothing that surprises him. He is the bird of air. We have a lady called Liz who works for us on the farm and at our house. I think I have told some of you that her son was brutally attacked in Braintree about seven, eight months ago. He was kicked in the head and kicked right in the eye. The eye was completely dislodged. He spent more time in hospital than he has at home. And Liz has hardly had a night's sleep, rushing here and rushing there. She's a Christian, a godly lady. Listen to what she said to me the other day. The Lord has his arms tightly around us. He cares. The Lord has his arms tightly around us. God wants to take care of you and I for himself. Or bring your burden to the Lord this morning. Trust him. You can trust him. You can rely on him and leave it there. Why? Because God cares for you. But is there someone here this morning that you're not saved? You're still in your sins. We just sung that lovely piece. That God went all the way to Calvary. He's the Lamb of God who bears away the sins of the world. And he went there and he died for your sin on Calvary. So that if you believe on him this morning, your sins can be all forgiven. And you can know a new life in God. <laughs> what a saviour. What a saviour. So this morning, bring your burden of sin. If you bring your burden of sin to him, what a bargain. You'll receive eternal life. And life more abundant in Jesus Christ. In my place condemned he stood, sealed my pardon with his blood. Hallelujah. What a saviour. Let me just finish that passage very quickly before I finish with two personal illustrations. I got up to my text, but then he goes on to be sober, be vigilant, because he hadn't seen the devil walking around 
like a mighty lion seeing whom he may devour. You are on the Lord's side. You had the victory through the Lord Jesus Christ, but be vigilant. Resist him, steadfast in the faith. Knowing that our brothers and sisters all over the world had the same temptations. But look at verse 10. I wish Ruth was there. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a while. That's to me, that's the those that God is speaking to in this congregation. Perfect, establish and strengthen and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So cast your care on him because he cares for you. Can I take you back to last Saturday week? We've now flown up. We've left South Africa and we've now flown up to Victoria Falls. The leg is playing up incredible. And so we walk for four hours slowly. I don't know if you've ever been. One of the most spectacular sights I'll ever have seen and perhaps never forget. Obviously, in April, after the floods, it would be in more full force, but it was, in, it was spectacular. And it's basically on a half moon as the great. River Euphrates flows into it, and we went on the river Euphrates. Incredible experience. Sambesi. Sorry? Sambesi. Okay. <laughs> Good job she's hearing that. Sambesi. God knows. He, he, he covered my mistakes. He's so delicious. Sambesi. And we get into the middle, there's four basically big chasms of water. But the one in the middle is the biggest by far. There are millions of gallons falling over every minute. We had to stand 100 yards away or we'd been covered in the spray. And you've got the big chasm with the river underneath and the fall. And something in me just said, look, as I reached down and looked, what do you think I saw? The most wonderful rainbow I've ever seen in my life. And what did God say in Genesis? I'll set my bow in the sky. I'll never judge. I'll never flood this earth again. God cares. Nick has already told you that God went in, I joined the hospital for surgery, knee replacement, Friday morning, value press. The head nurse on Thursday said, it's one of the most painful operations you'll ever receive. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I've got to commit that care to God. That burden, which is too much for me to bear, but I know he cares for me. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you, I will bring you back. So, what you care for me, Christian, bring it to him, lay it at his feet. He can deal with it, he's able. Oh, friend, if you know not my savior. 
bring your sin, your burden of sin, lay at his feet, ask for his forgiveness, believe on him for his wonderful free salvation, and you'll be free from your burden of sin, because his power in the blood. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen.